recorded live at 4 Triple Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. I am Paul. I'm joining, Django. And, yeah, you're yeah. Django. Nice, nice to see you. I'm not joining you. I'm just Django. Oh, you're just I'm Django. Here? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're I'm here. You're, you. you're, you're here. observing. Yeah. Just coming in for that. What a night we have tonight. We have uh, news, as we always do. And yeah. then, as we often also do, going to do a review. Oh, my goodness. I have a review on Chivalry 2. Ooh. And after that, Hazel has sent in a review for XO1. Ooh. Yes, it's, it's uh, most exciting, I must say. Uh, how are you doing anyway? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, looking forward to seeing if there's this storm coming in. Yes, it's supposed uh, to be a big one coming. If if it is coming, I'm definitely 100% going to uh, curl up on the couch and, <laughs> and play some video games while it rains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, um... I pretty much do the same. I go I go in the lounge room because there's a tin roof outside the window. Oh, yeah. So that's a nice position to be in and just yeah. lie back. Wherever I that. am, I just have to make sure my left ear is the side towards a window or whatever. Because mm. if it's my right ear, I'm not going to hear it's a useless. thing. useless. I'm not going to hear a thing. Rain, why did you even bother? <laughs> anyway, Basically. Uh, now, for reals this time, we're actually going to listen to the news. Uh, this week brought to us by Zara. This week in gaming news. Record VR sales across the holidays. The 2021 holiday season was a big one in terms of virtual reality systems and games, with the Oculus app topping the Apple App Store on Christmas, beating TikTok, YouTube and Instagram. Meta doesn't release sales numbers for Quest headsets, so you can only piece together how popular it is through unofficial data points. So the Oculus app being at the top indicates a strong uptick in new headset usage. But that's not all. Rec Room, a free social virtual reality experience, has reported record numbers over the holidays, with over 1 million VR players logging in over a 60-hour period. Apps such as Hand Physics Lab, Golf Plus, Eleven Table Tennis, and Loco Dojo Unleashed have also reported a similar spike in new users. PS5 explains their new VR2 system. PlayStation have announced the names for their new virtual reality system for the PlayStation 5 console, PlayStation VR2, and the new virtual reality controller, PlayStation V2 Sense Controller. PlayStation VR 2 promises to take virtual reality gaming to a new level of presence and escapism, with new hardware features, greater depth of immersion, and new worlds being built. PS5 VR 2 offers the following. 4K HDR 110 degree field of view, combined with an OLED display, means a display resolution of 2000 by 2040 per eye, and smoother frame rates. Inside-out tracking, with the player and the controller being tracked through cameras embedded in the VR headset, eliminating the need for an external camera. Brand new sensory features, combining eye tracking, headset feedback, 3D audio and the VR2 sense controller to pull you deeper than ever into virtual reality. The most significant hardware feature being the motor in the VR headset that can vibrate to offer tactile feedback. VR2 will detect the motion of your eyes, allowing the player to interact more intuitively with the environment. PlayStation has announced that Horizon Call of the Mountain will be coming to the PlayStation VR 2, making it one of the biggest franchises for the potential lineup available for the VR 2. Activision sues Call of Duty cheat maker. Activision has asked a court to take action against engine owning, a cheat maker selling cheats to Call of Duty Warzone players. 
This latest case is another battle in Activision's war against hackers in the online battle royale, accusing engine owning for causing irreparable damage to its goodwill and reputation. Activision alleges that the cheat maker has hurt sales through the distribution of aimbots, triggerbots, and other cheats. Other than allegedly ruining the online experience for thousands of players, Activision says that engine owning has infringed on their copyright and violated its terms of service, and claims that tens of thousands of players have been caught using engine owning's tools over the past year. And now for some upcoming game releases. January 10th brings Super Army Roll for the Xbox Series X. January 12th brings PUBG Battlegrounds free to play for the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Stadia. And January 13 brings Anacrusis for the PC, Xbox Series X and Xbox One, and Mushroom Wars 2 for the PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4 and Xbox One. That's it this week in Gaming News. Thank you, Zara, for that gaming news. Thanks, Zara. Mushroom Wars. Mushroom Wars, yeah. I'm ready. Um, what was the full name? I didn't pay attention to, the, <laughs> to that. Not to the whole thing, just to the Mushroom Wars part. Mushroom oh. Wars. I feel Mushroom Wars wasn't great but i can't really speak maybe it's amazing maybe it's Every, amazing everyone I out don't know. mushroom walls let's, let's do it yeah. um lots of vr news in there so much um, i'm a big vr person yes uh, i am you, not no at the moment uh partly probably because we're not really socializing outside of spaces uh we're really trying to get some of my other friends that have quests because you can do uh same space vr in um in Pirate Trainer. Oh. Uh, so you, it drops, you need a big space and it drops in a fake world around you and yeah. you just run around corridors shooting each other. But we haven't got to do it yet because uh, yeah. that's... But no, uh, the stuff coming up is cool. The, the PSVR 2, we're pretty excited for. Yeah, I... So, like, my first sort of foray into VR ever, ever before we went to Zero Latency yeah. um, was in a friend's shed. Uh-huh. And so basically the whole shed was like the VR space. And so I'm sitting here like, I don't have enough room for anything VR ever anywhere in my house. And I don't think my mum would approve of me taking over the entire front room. Well, so my my two sale pitches to you. Yes. So uh, as a Quest user, the great thing about the Quest is that it's no cables, no anything. You just go somewhere. You go, like, you're not supposed to go into direct sunlight, but, you know, you go, go un- under some shade somewhere or whatever. Yeah. Just do it. The other one is that most PSVR games... Yeah aren't about movement they're seated experiences even some of the more um like actually ones like blood and blood and something yeah blood and i don't remember um (laughs) yeah most of it you're actually seated for like moss is seated and everything uh there's a few games where you want to spin around but mostly it's either standing or sitting it's not about moving around very much um and one of the things that's interesting in the headset that got mentioned there is that they're putting uh vibration units in the headset itself And I think they spruked it as something like, oh, it makes it more immersive and everything. But the actual research behind it is it actually makes people less nauseous. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so, like, when you're doing smooth lo- locomotion moving along, yeah, yeah. if you have just a little vibrate, a little tap on your head as it goes, it makes a substantial difference to people's comfort in VR. I'm going to have to try that yeah. for sure. Yeah. I've never got to see it in action. I've yeah. only seen it written up in a paper and stuff. But um, yeah. it's, like, one of the hot things. Well, I do have a friend who absolutely cannot do vr at all because they get very very nauseous 
Um, so I might have it's worth to Because every time there's see. a new change, I used to be that person. And yeah. now I can spend hours in it. Yeah. Uh, but there's still some things that will make me sick in minutes. Yeah. So it just matters who, like, what strategies they're using for it. Yeah. But no, it, it should be cool. And also, I got all the cool haptics from the new PlayStation controllers there in the VR controllers now. Oh, so, um, I, do, I do enjoy the haptics in the, the PS5 controller. Yeah, that stuff should be rad. Yeah. I'm keen. This is Zed Games. I am Paul, and joining me is Jenga. Yeah. Uh, and now we're going to jump into a review by moi. Uh, okay. That is how the fancy people say me. The fancy people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've heard about we'll them. go with that. I haven't met them. Um, you know, they're the people that tell me that I say pterodactyl wrong and stuff like that. <sighs> damn, damn the fancy people. That's what I always say. Okay, let's get in. And we've got some some mood setting. Got some. Uh, some battlefield sounds in the background here. Some swords clashing. Let's bring that down. Now I'm feeling it. Okay. Wait. This isn't my review. This is the news. There we go. Much nicer. Okay. Let's set the scene. You are a peasant toiling in the fields. Took this tip from Zara of how to do a review. Um, <laughs> how harsh the life of a serf toiling in the fields. Ah! You hear from over the heel- hills. An armored attacker runs towards you. You hastily ready your pitchfork. You stop at nothing to prevent your head falls to the ground. You are a knight, running to avenge a peasant who lays headless on the floor. You let out a mighty battle cry. Ah! You announce throatily. You swing your sword. A deflection. Three other people stab you. You are a... And so on. A few weeks into playing Chivalry 2, I cut off a man's arm. Then I cut off his other arm. He then proceeded to headbutt me to death. It's, it's but a flesh wound. It is so much. What a game. So Chivalry 2 by Torn Banner Studios, makers of Chivalry, Chivalry, Deadliest Warrior, and the Half-Life 2 mod that started it all, Age of Chivalry. You can see they've got a trend going on. Uh, what we have on offer here is a multiplayer medieval combat game. You can select a class, knight, archer, vanguard, or footman, which each, each have three subclasses. Customize your fighter's gender, skin tone, face, armor, and all that. But at the end of the day, what you'll be looking at is a physical ye old combat game. I was a big fan of the first Chivalry. It took me a while to get on board with the sequel. Basically, I was older and the first game was genius, so what could they possibly add that's worth my time? Turns out, a lot. The sequel has embraced some of the somewhat exploit-style mechanics the first player base worked out on a go, notably dragging, where you turn while swinging to increase the range of your attack, speed, or timing. Now, this is explained in a tutorial, and it's an integral part of gameplay. Blocking is now far more active, requiring you to aim at incoming attacks, and the parry counter system is very well communicated to players, and key to being victorious. At the same time, they've nerfed some of the higher-level exploits that turned new players away from the first game later in its life, like ballerinering, which was an extreme version of dragging. Think about someone spinning around really fast with their sword going off. That sounds more like helicoptering than ballerina. Well, it, it, didn't, it didn't animate very well, uh, so it, it was looked way more abstract than that, but yeah. mathematically that was what was happening. Uh, one of the... Re- uh, so... Squaring off an oppon- op- against an opponent in the game is incredibly satisfying and very fair. No matter how skilled a player is, an axe to the face is still an axe to the face. More skilled op- 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 opponents, I can talk good, often just keep- mean keeping your distance and working with a team. Or sometimes just hiding around a corner or dropping a rock on their head from the platform above. The point is, though, 
The game is always fair, and most of the time, it's also funny. I never had so many deaths in a game that left me smiling and not frustrated. One of the reasons dying isn't overly frustrating is the team have done great work with the respawn system. The game makes effort to spawn your character in a group already running into battle. The fight is never far away, and your fellow soldiers pushing the war cry button really keeps everyone in the mood. Yeah. Ah! It's, the, the cries it's are helpful. great because they're not they're not like that tough. Yeah. They're kind of like real real people trying to be it's like, oh, I can't get you. <laughs> no. um, there are several game modes in Chivalry 2, the most popular probably being the 64-player big games. These matches are chaotic and have excellent pacing. While the game's plot is thin, and basically I skipped it, uh, the storytelling per match is excellent. You might start the match in an open field, both sides standing ready to rush towards each other, yelling insults and battle cries until all hell is let loose. Others may have one side ambushing the other in a forest, or even, as my review began, one side simply cast as peasants, about to be slaughtered by invaders. If you're good enough, the peasants can actually win at that point of the match. The matches are long, though, many coming in at 30 to 40 minutes, and this is because they have many stages, moving from large open play spaces to tighter internal areas with a variety of tasks to do be it attacking, holding points, dealing resources, defending, killing, or protecting a VIP character. VIP is played by the highest-ranked member of your team when they happen to spawn. Mostly, though, they don't make it too gamey. You're not capturing flags. You're plundering antiquities. You're not holding a point. You're defending the wall from siege machines. It's all in-world, and it's very fun. The game has an excellent ebb and flow of stages until a victory is finally crowned. There's also a version of most of these levels designed for a smaller player base, up to 40, although I generally found these servers were a little underpopulated. This resulted in a more methodical version of the game, requiring teamwork and coordination. I have by far had the most memorable matches in this mode. Otherwise, there is the most intense mode, one-on-one duels. There's a 3 vs 3 mode for intimate teamfights, and a free-for-all, which is just hilarious. Because of the tone of Chivalry 2, it's very easy to get silly. Most objects in the world are interactable, and it doesn't take much to inspire you to stop swinging your axe and perhaps start working on getting a kill from throwing cabbages. I have yet to kill someone with a cabbage, but it won't stop me from trying. I'll try with you. Yeah, also, like, fish is the other one I'm really trying for. I'll slap people with fish. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot on offer here. The game is very polished. It looks great, and it's super fun to play. You can play in third or first person, but I prefer the intimacy of first person. The game also has a lot of ongoing support from the developer. They've just now finished up their Christmas event, which has filled, with le- which has filled the levels with Christmassy items and given players appropriate costumes for the season. Mm. I feel giving myself a big snowman head made me a very big target for archers, though. Oh, it might have. It might have. Yeah. <laughs> Most people didn't bother. I was like, oh, I get it shot a lot. Uh, you can expect this support to continue for a good while yet. I played the game on PC via the Epic Game Store, but it is coming to Steam in the future. The game is also available on PlayStation and Xbox platforms, and you can cross-play between all platforms, and cross-platform team support is coming soon. The game will set you back around 60 bucks. Yeah. Although, honestly, it took me about 25 bucks because Epic Sales, which finished today if you're listening to this on the radio. Because uh, you get the discount and then they get uh, 15% off on top of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, 15, $15 off. It'll be more. I think on PlayStation, it's actually 35 bucks at the moment. There's always more sales. There's always... There's always another sale. Yeah. I, I, I did, like... Cause Just I, wait for it to come on yeah. PC. Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Don't, I mean, it might one day. Yeah. It's certainly... Um, 
It's actually funny. There's a good documentary by uh, No Clip on the game. Yeah. And they um, so it's on in Unreal Engine, but it's because it was the original mod was in Source, mm-hmm. but at that time they just could. There's no way in hell they could ever afford Source, and Unreal had just gone free, so that was the entire reason it was built in Unreal. It's uh, like, well, that one was free and affordable. It's yeah. fu- it's funny how the like the indie game landscape has changed in the last well under a decade now. Yeah. From the the word used to be like if you want to license an engine. If you asked how much it was, the answer was, if you need to ask, you can't afford it. Yep. And now it's like, it's all free. And in fact, if you don't make more than $100,000, we don't even want money from you. Get yep. out of here. Um, yeah, it's nice to see. But yeah, It is great good game. to see. I like that. I yeah. like that. Sounds like a fun game. It, I, I, I've been dragging more and more friends into it just yep. to run around and laugh. I might have to see if I can get my hands on it. I just don't know what I will want to play it on console-wise. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. It, it, I mean, it's it's got native versions on, every, so it's last generation and this generation for consoles. Yeah. Uh, on PC, it runs really well. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I'm used to playing it with a mouse. So. Yeah. But the PC version's got control support if you want it. Yeah, um, I can always play on the PC with yeah. the controller. I wonder if it's got but... any cool haptics on the PS5. Ooh. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. But yeah, and, and it might but, do. But we can still all play together because yeah. it's um. You just don't get to see all the, the, sh- the terrible language people use in the PC version, which actually isn't. It's been a totally fine um, user base. Yeah, um, that's I, good. I, did, I did see someone trying to insult someone and say, like, um, uh, basically someone like, I live in the basement, yes, of my house. I'm a 35-year-old. It's like, yeah, no one's, no, no one's biting. It's Nobody all cares. It's, not getting, it's not getting anywhere, this. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that was Chivalry 2. This is Zed Games. I'm Paul, and here with me is Django. Yeah, I like to make you say your own name. Yeah, yeah. You're like, woo! But now, enough of listening to my voice or her voice. Uh, we are going to listen to Hazel's voice uh, with a review of Exo One. <laughs> desert, far, far from home. You're piloting a curious spacecraft that takes the form of a metal orb with a glowing core. You're instructed to pull the right trigger. Heightened gravity suddenly sends you flying downhill at high speed, gathering momentum as you go until you release at the bottom of the hill and launch into the sky. You pull the trigger again. You're even faster this time. Pull, release, jump. Pull, release, jump. You have the rhythm now, and you're soaring through the air. But what's this? Another instruction? You pull the left trigger, and your spherical craft suddenly flattens into a smooth, disc-shaped glider, drifting lazily through the clouds carrying your momentum and translating it into distance, your glorious flight begins. Have you ever played Journey and wished that actually you were playing Tiny Wings in 3D, but with the aesthetics of Thumper? Do you not know what on earth I'm talking about? I didn't either until I sat down with X01, a game about being a weird ball with magic powers. Wait, sorry. It's about exploring alien planets and adventuring through their strange, hostile environments. No, it's actually about, um... 
being the disembodied soul of a lost astronaut trying to find home? Okay, XO1 is a little hard to describe, but I think that's a good thing, and you might too. XO1 is a very pure experience. The menus are light, the tutorial is just a series of gentle suggestions at the top of the screen as you play. The movement mechanics flow beautifully and intuitively together as you navigate the gorgeous landscapes and ruins of planets you've never heard of. The story and your purpose is gradually revealed to you through flashbacks and garbled, incomprehensible snippets of speech. Glimpses of the life you're trying to return to, shared in the quiet moments of your flights through distant skies and as you skip across the surface of alien seas. XO1's simplicity comes with some catches. There are no difficulty settings, and the only way to fail is to go in the wrong direction until you hit the edge of the world and get respawned. So even if you don't quite get the mechanics straight away, the game is forgiving enough that you'll get where you're going eventually. This is an admirable approach, providing a uniform experience for all players, but the game is lacking in accessibility options, and if for any reason you struggle with the controls or fail to understand the objective, the game might not be a very enjoyable experience for you. In fact, as someone with hearing problems, the garbled speech in flashbacks was extremely confusing for me. I actually had to ask a friend if I was supposed to be hearing words that match the subtitles, or if it was meant to be gibberish. XO1 was developed by Adelaide game designer Jay Weston, who previously made games like Class 3 Outbreak and Unknown Orbit, and has brought with him the composer of those two games, Reese Lindsay. Reese's original soundtrack for this game is a masterclass in ambient music, matching the visuals and atmosphere of the game beat for beat. Right now, you're listening to track 13, Monolith. Just one in a whole suite of soundscapes tailored to each stage of the game. It may as well be a YouTube playlist titled Lo-Fi Beats to Explore Exoplanets 2. And it even fits wonderfully with the sound effects made by your strange little orb as it thumps and whooshes about the environment. XO1 is a great little experience from an Australian indie developer. It's short and sweet and I savoured every moment of it. It reminds me of the joy I felt discovering Journey for the first time, while being a totally new and unique game unto itself. The experience is perfectly tied together by all the aspects of the game, and I can easily recommend it to fans of scaling alien monoliths, pondering unknowable orbs, or just anyone who wishes classic iPhone game Tidy Wings had a 3D sequel in space? XO1 is out now on Xbox and on PC in the Steam and Epic Game stores, and I think it's absolutely worth the $24 price tag for anyone whose curiosity is piqued by this review. It's also playable for free on Xbox and PC with an Xbox Game Pass subscription. Thank you for that, Hazel. And yes, another shout out there for Xbox Game Pass. Game Let's hear Pass, it. Game, game Pass, Pass, Game, game Pass. Pay us Microsoft. money, Microsoft. <laughs> 
but you don't have to. <laughs> but it would be nice. Yeah, I like Please. money. It'd be good. It It'll give be... us free Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, I've played yeah. Xbox One as well. It's, have uh, you? Yeah. I haven't played it. I think I'm going to have to go uh, home and download it. My uh, oh, Hazel's basically mentioned at the end with the comparison to Tiny Wings, but my favourite description is Christopher Nolan's Tiny Wings. Mm. Uh, it's just, you know, very sterile, if foreboding landscapes in front of you that you just yeah. gently slide down and up. Uh, I, she found out that you um, can actually go out of bounds. I never even found. I just sort of go in the line I'm supposed to go when I get to the end. I, it's like um, a cool, chill out experience. Yeah, I, I'll have to see how I go not being able to hear anything. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, the big problem is that the game is like you're just a ball, and the ball yeah. shrinks and everything. And the, the graphics are nice, but it's like, but it's. The atmosphere comes from a combination of the of the movement and the audio. Yeah. So if you're having trouble with the audio, it might dampen your experience. Like, you won't not understand anything, well, but I it mean, might hurt the experience. Sometimes I just have to put games in mono, so I'm getting it all from my left ear. But that's, yeah. like, a you, shame when games are doing something that's, you know, yeah. like, binaural. And it's just like, I, but, I love it, but I'm not going to get as much out of it in my right ear yeah. as I would like to. You're not going to get... Um, there's no audible basis for gameplay so you'd be okay with that at least but you know man g- games like hellblade would be hurt so much by having to take away the stereo audio of that yeah i haven't so. um I, I that's one of the reasons why like i have it but i haven't been i haven't really dived into it because i'm i'm, I'm scared i'm gonna miss out and it's it's yeah. not gonna live look, up to the it's hype. still it's still rad even if you don't have that um but you you'll just be less paranoid oh good and isn't that a pity you yeah. see the trailer for the new one no, I haven't. Yet. It is incredible. Ooh. Anyway, enough uh, waxing about things that aren't out here. This is Zed Games. I'm Paul, and joining me in the studio is Django. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, and uh, here we are at the end of an exciting episode. Well, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was all right. It was very atmospheric, very, very atmospheric. And I f- like, I keep looking outside, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm seeing that it's quite gloomy, and I'm hoping that. That I'm hoping it, it that doesn't the storm strike you. is coming, it's but coming, also but that I don't have hour. to walk in it. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Now, um, yes, it is. Uh, oh, just look at the time. Uh, it's um, been an exciting. It's an exciting new year now. It this is. is yes, yeah, this is the technically the first episode of the new year. <gasps> is oh, it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it ha- is. Do you have any exciting totally new year resolutions? Um, I do. Oh yes. Um, but. I don't think they're... None of them are game-related. Oh, yes, um, yes. They are are mostly, like... I would like to read 100 books this year. I don't uh-huh. know how well that's going to go. Um, yeah. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. And I am, of course, starting my audiology degree this year, so I would like to do well in that. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> I don't know why we'll I'm see. laughing at you. That we'll just see. The hesitancy in your face and voice. Now, um, weirdly, I think... I'm going to try and play less games. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because I realize I'm stretching myself over so many platforms. Yeah. And so many different games. Like, I just finished up my top 100 of last year. Yeah. And as I said this um, to friends yesterday, they go, but you've got a play date coming as well, like in the mail. I'm like, yeah. okay. So I have added an extra console. And then PSVR 2. You do 2 play comes a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. On a lot of different things. Because I like games. I like what they can do. Like, I play games until I think they've given me what they can and then i am out yeah but um up until that i'm a bit the same actually yeah yeah well 
Although you do also love the, uh, I love a good open embracing world. time in an open world. Yeah, that's just. That's I will literally spend yeah. hours fishing in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and who doesn't like a little bit of a, a soak in? So that brings us uh, close to the end of tonight's episode. Thank you for joining me. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Hazel, for providing your review. Absolutely. Um, thank you, Sarah, for providing the news. Uh, remember to catch it each week. Now, to take us out tonight, uh, we are going to listen to a song from The Good Life. That's the Good Life. Sweary's new game, which I will say I think was uh, my bottom 10 of my 100 of the year. Ah. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not a doesn't have a cool soundtrack. Yes, a game can be <laughs> bad but have a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's also like Cyberpunk. an interesting game. The, my, my thing is the bottom 10 games on my list are way more interesting than like the middle 40 games. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they're it's awful but in really interesting ways. So this is Money Money by uh, The Good Life. Oh, The Good Life is the game uh, by The Bad Lives featuring Courtney Knott. Uh, We'll see you all later, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See See you next time. time.